Previously on the Redbeard Chronicles. Will Diana be joining the ceremony? Actually, no. I'd like to properly introduce myself. I'm Laya. I've known for some time. I am happy to finally meet you. Laya, as you finish signing Crom, he quickly rolls it up. You are now official owners of Kirhart's Tonic Salves and Rarities. Uh, coming down the stairs, you see Leon. I swear to God, if I find out you have a copy of that key to this room and I find you here, I will stab you in the face myself. So, as you guys have come through the cellar door, due to your new portal door, Leon says uh, good day and leaves. And Samuel personally gives you a tour of your new shop and home. So as you walk down the hall, he directs you into the main area where the shop is. And it is a grand grand floor it's very large you see shelves everywhere and you can definitely tell it used to be a guild or tavern at one time because there's a leftover stage in the corner you can see where samuel has equipped uh an area a bench area for working as well as there is a small vault under and then he directs you upstairs and then inside upstairs is several rooms um, and then a kitchen so this could hold up to 10 maybe 15 people comfortably wow. it's big. we're bringing home pets Sasha speaking of pets on the lower floor there is a indoor stable that is connected on the inside so Tim can be in the comfort of the inside of your shop. <laughs> we can have a petting zoo. <laughs> One copper Tim. to pet the famous Tim. <laughs> the brown horse. The brown white horse. <laughs> Samuel instructs you to you all to the door and shows that there is a built-in alarm spell set every night. And... What's our curfew? <laughs> it's midnight. Oh, Set yeah. at midnight. <laughs> no late night Do excursions. Do we bypass the alarm by going through the basement? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's only anything coming inward on the like the upper floor. Um, so no more need to do alarm spells, Sasha. <laughs> my one job. You're no longer required. <laughs> <laughs> I've been replaced. <laughs> uh, the last thing that he shows you is... They took her gerbs. <laughs> the last thing he shows you is the 
locks on the outside if they are to be picked and he holds like a metal rod and pokes them and you see a static arcane electric shock come through cool and shocking it has a double battery so it only happens twice oh okay so if they did it a third time it wouldn't shock them but who would do it three times in a row? Balls to do it three times. <laughs> that stupid ten-year-old. <laughs> Fuck this lock. So is it like only twice, like per attempt, or is it like twice as a whole? It's it's twice as a whole. So like per day. Per day, it'll recharge. Okay. Yep. I thought it was just like just just twice. So that third piece. <laughs> no. It pays to be the third man. <laughs> third time's charm. Well, I hope this is to all of your liking, and I will see you tomorrow for the ceremony. And he, like, looks at Laya. I'll invite some guests, of course. Just a small gathering. I have some people in mind. Some people that you need to meet. Um, thank you. And thank you for all of this. I'm not sure you understand how much this actually means. He takes, he just takes a second and smiles and looks at you all and is the least that I can do. You are the reason my dream is becoming a reality. For that, I cannot thank you enough. And this is just a small fragment of what I can do. If there's anything else I can offer you, please, just ask. Well, keep that in mind. And then he looks um, to lie specifically, and I hope the shop gives you peace of mind and know that you are safe here. Thank and you. Then he bows to you all and waves and heads out the front door and Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And then the door shuts. And you all just stand there. Silent for a moment. As you've been gifted a warehouse size <laughs> shop. <laughs> with many rooms to explore. I'm going to be real pissed if Samuel ends up being the, the ultimate big baddie. For that. <laughs> Nobody can trust anyone. <laughs> Jason's like, damn it. Because he's a, like, I'm for changelings. I'm going to find where they all are and make sure they're safe. <laughs> and then he knows where they all are <laughs> to kill them all. Yeah, he's Professor X. Like, <laughs> Jason's like, he's Magneto. He's literally Magneto now. <laughs> um. I guess we should start bringing the stuff in. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I think the back door was over here. I guess we're just gonna start bringing stuff in. Yeah. Yee. All the things. Okay, so depending on where you want to put things, you just let me know based on the map. Um, I'd say we're at least bringing things inside for now. And yeah. Then... yeah. Uh, you can turn on the screen, buddy. I think. I think we could each take a room, but we also have the farmhouse to stay at. 
if we want to just get away from the, the store. So what kind of stuff do I have? <laughs> I have an I have a list of specific like quantity, but you have I'll just I'll send it to you. It's a it's a doc, but basically okay. it's enough to make like several potions. Okay. <clears throat> so I guess we kind of need to decide which one is the potion making room. I defer to you two. Whatever you think you might need. Well, didn't you? Isn't there like an area towards the front where she could make potions? Or no? I know. It's like. <laughs> goes opposite direction. I thought that was kind of like the checkout area. Where's the front door again? Right, right here. here. Okay. Here, I'll back up so you guys can see it like that. Mm mm. Well, you can always make a workbench behind the checkout area. That way you can keep watch of the shop while you make stuff if you wanted to. Or do you need to do that private? Well, it doesn't need to be private, but it might get messy. I don't think... You're a sloppy chef? I don't think it should just be... Well, there's a room with the... Do you need, do you need warmth? Need... I don't. I don't need a room that big. <laughs> I'm thinking like, no, not that's like the storage that's area. That's a hallway. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, 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 no. Back up. There's rooms on the across the hall from that. Like I'm thinking like one of these rooms. That's like the exact same size as the okay, other room. Listen, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't need a room with a fireplace. Okay, you can just say that. <laughs> Which room? I'll I'll make it yours. This that one. This one. That one. Yeah. That can right be right next to the stage. Yeah. What else needs to go on the first floor? Well, I guess, like... Like, that room can be, like, the potion room, and, like... I think Tabby knows how to make some of the salves that Diana had. So, like, that could just be, like, the... Messy the room. work room? Wet works. Wet, <laughs> wet works. <laughs> wet works. <laughs> we can make the soap in there, too. Like, everything yeah. that, like, would need to be made can be made in there. Okay. What else you guys need? And we can make the kitchen area like an actual, like, make it a kitchen like yeah. for us. Or like staff if we end up having staff to like take breaks Break or have something. <laughs> oh, could we have like a go to an <laughs> a, uh, a a testing room? <laughs> the what? target practice. Yeah. You mean like spells and stuff? Yeah, like, or if we find like an artifact and want to figure out what it does. <laughs> Let's do so, that in the basement. Do that in the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the safest spot for that would probably be the cellar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you'd like to try to explode the building, kind of wood. Yeah. <laughs> you need a concrete room. Sasha's Look, insane. I'm thinking out loud here. I'm just messing okay. with you. <laughs> No, it's a good idea. I just think the best room would be the, the cellar. Okay. I also think a, the kitchen's a good idea because, like, you know, we go on an adventure and then we bring the stuff back and you're like, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> kitchen's upstairs, isn't it? Man, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Um, I think having beds there wouldn't be a bad idea because i'm sure like after an adventure too sometimes you just want to like conk out and you don't want to walk another 20 minutes or ride a 
like 10 minutes yeah. back to the farmhouse. Yeah. You just want to collapse. So in some of the rooms there is there is beds, like frames and stuff. So you wouldn't have to go and buy furniture, but you could just get like new mattresses or whatever. And... Mm -hmm. um, but it is functional for the day. So after you guys are unloading and kind of figuring out the layout of the room and everything, you hear the back door latch open and you see coming through is Melanie and she's just wide-eyed looking everywhere and behind follows Red. Welcome to the shop. Is this really ours? Uh, yeah. Well, and she looks at Lyra. Yours, of course. I, I will earn my place here. Well, you did say you wanted your own room, so there's plenty of rooms upstairs if you want to pick one out. She just kind of like wide-eyed. Like, she smiles, and then you just hear <laughs> as she runs like <laughs> towards the upper stairs. Well, you're going to need to hire some people to run the shop. That's for sure. Just the sheer size of it. Yeah, I don't think we have any ideas. Do you guys? I mean, we've come across plenty of people, but I don't know if I could trust them to run a shop. It was hard. Running your father's shop was very stressful, but I did learn a lot. Oh, look who's offering up his resume. <laughs> he is. He's still technically running my dad's shop. <laughs> you know, this place looks better. I could put in my two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think you you know of anybody? I don't know of anyone around here, but... I'm sure if you just put something on the trading post. Facebook. <laughs> could get applicants soon. I can help you with the hiring process. I do I do pride myself on hiring the right people. Uh, that would that would be really helpful. Uh, permission from you, Crom and Lai, of course. Um I'd be okay with you doing, like, the first process, and then we'll do the second process. All right. What she said. Well, I'll go get a flyer made right away. Oh, thanks. Uh, he's, like, walking towards the front and just looking at the sheer size of everything as the sun shines through the windows. and uh, This room is very open because it's there's not much in here other than shelves yeah um but with the stock that you have in your shop and then the items that you have sasha that you brought unrefined you can sell for about two maybe three weeks okay um, once you all decide what you would like to sell regularly we can work on a like upkeep fee just like you had with the cart The rarity is on your is on your hands, though. 
not dealing black market stuff over here. <laughs> what would you like to do? You have a whole day. Well, for grand opening tomorrow, we should probably unpack some of the stuff. Yeah, just stock the shelves. Make it look kind of nice. So you guys spend the better three, four hours of the day. It's coming tonight at this time, and you are nearing completion of stocking. Melody ever come back down? Yeah, she came down and helped you. <laughs> yeah. she, she's, she's reveling in the fact she has her own room. She never came back down. Yeah, this is mine now. I'm never leaving. I earned this! <laughs> Red Dirt D&D brings you the world's greatest role-playing game with an Americana twist. The actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring local actors and veterans of the game mixes fantasy and Wild West. Red Dirt D&D prides itself on bringing you the game like you've never heard it before, complete with original music and sound effects like a classic radio drama. We also work to keep the program short, only about 40 minutes. So you can easily listen while commuting or working out at the gym. Join four adventurers as they travel into the Caliban frontier in the original world of Ratoya. New shows drop every Wednesday and are totally free. You can listen to the latest episode and catch up with past performances on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your favorite online programs. You can find out more information at Red Dirt D&D on Facebook, Twitter and at reddirtdnd.com. Listen. <laughs> so you hear the knocking of the front door, and then the door opens very slowly, and you see this man uh, wearing a dark black fur coat and he has a cloak shawled over his head and he's walking through and you hear the clicking of a cane. Uh, can we help you? I'm just wondering if this shop is open. And then you see as he whips open his coat and it's a flash of white and you see Raynell standing there. And he's holding a black cane and all-white suit, and his hair is slicked back, and is dyed blue. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's got clothes on underneath there. Though. And he's ca and he casts presentation, and you see sparkles fly around him. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I thought you guys were several days behind. Oh, darling, you know I always have to make an entrance. I lie all the time. That's comforting. <laughs> he, like, goes over and gives you a hug, and then behind you hear the door shut, and then you see your father is walking in, and he's just looking around in awe. Hey, welcome to the shop. I am so proud of you. All of you. 
you are now proud owners of a shop. I, I would like to be the first person to make a purchase. <laughs> um. Well, we're still bringing stuff in and setting stuff up. Um. Do you see something you would like? I'll tell you what. How about me and Raynell look around, see if the shop has quality items, and he winks at you, and uh, we will let you know when we're ready to make the purchase. Okay, that sounds great. Um, and you watch as Raynell and your father, Jonathan, is walking around and looking at the shops and you know, laughing amongst each other. They're, it's kind of like two proud parents. They're just... They're they're excited that you've gotten this far. And uh, they let you be. Okay. For the moment. Did I ever get my gift or something from them? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Money, please! <laughs> Man! I didn't get no letters. I didn't get Jesus. the whatever gift I was supposed to get. Nothing. I got nothing. You so I'm, I, I would say unless like at some point I actually did get the letters and we're gonna go like backwards a little bit. I'm a little peeve. <laughs> yeah, no, and... You never received them. Okay. So you're I'm a little peaked. <laughs> That's fine. Dope. <laughs> like, I'm not necessarily mad about not getting the gift because, like, she didn't really expect them to get her anything, but she's kind of upset at Reno for not responding to her letter. <laughs> Are you going to go confront them? <laughs> I just, I think I would, like, side-eye them and just, like, be kind of, like, kind of friendly, aggressive. but kind of, like, they can kind of tell that I'm mad. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. So, as you're doing that, um, Raynell, uh looks over to you and he like nudges John, and he's they're they're talking amongst each other. You can give me a. Um, a Perception, if you want to hear what they're saying, or you could just ignore it. Fifteen. <laughs> I don't know why she's so mad. It's probably because we never gave her the letter that you promised. I didn't want to give the information to her by a letter. And then they both turn to you and then, like, kind of like slowly walk towards you. So impatient. Like, like I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to sweeping. <laughs> like the the whistling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sasha's father comes up first. They're both there, but Sasha's father walks ahead of Raynell. And I have promised you a gift. And I wanted to give it to you personally. And oh, okay. <laughs> he. You did. He, I don't remember that. <laughs> he hands you a brown wrapped paper box that's tied with red 
string. I've had this for some time. I thought we would see each other again soon. But with the circumstances, I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> Pl please open it. Wait for passive aggressive to like, embarrass. <laughs> <laughs> you open it and you see this brass uh, shaped horn. And it's about eight feet length. And then it has a small red banner tied to the end of it. An eight feet in length? Eight inches is what I meant. <laughs> okay, I'll do like. <laughs> Damn. I'll just pull that out Did... from underneath my coat. Did you do? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I meant that. <laughs> yeah, about eight inches. About that big, eight inches. Somebody got a little overzealous on their length description. <laughs> Fucking feet. Eight miles. Golden horn. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, this instrument has a legend behind it. Um, it's imbued with an enchantment spell. Uh, if you play it to one willing creature. It can invoke bravery to them. I feel like a musician as yourself would appreciate something like this. It's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, your shop is beautiful and your stock is quite exquisite. I shall continue shopping. And uh, right. you see Raynell like... He's like being sly. He's like, yeah, we'll go shopping. And then he turns around and comes back to you. <laughs> like leans over. I have some information for you. Okay. Based upon your letter. And then he looks left and then right and then up. Is there a room that we can meet in private? I mean, there's plenty of them that way. Please lead the way. I guess I'll go to the first room. On the first floor? Yeah. Okay. The potion room. Yeah. Surprise, Sasha isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are you, Sasha? Um, probably just stocking the shelves. She's just wandering. Okay, Krom and Sasha, give me a perception. Wow. What you got? Did you perceive? 22. She perceived. I perceived. 20. <laughs> okay, you both see this. Uh, Laya's walking, and then Reyna's following behind, and he keeps looking every which way, like he's suspicious of everything. And then Laya enters the room to the right, and then you watch as Raynell begins to shut the door, but before he shuts, he looks again back, left and then right. And then the door latches. I'm sorry for all the secrecy. You've uncovered something 
very peculiar. You're telling me. <laughs> the symbol that you've described to me belongs to a, a organization called the Dreaming Dark. Yes, that was mentioned in the dreams. They told me to seek it out. Tell me. Describe your dreams to me recently. When was the last time you had a dream that invoked the eye? Would it have been the one that Krom joined in on? Yes. That was the last time you had one. Yeah. Um, it was about six months ago, right before uh, our showdown with Sullivus. The night before um, I would somehow was able to bring Krom with me and we traveled to Solvis in our sleep and there were figures around him trying to attack him but he had a ring that prevented them from doing any harm to him while he slept did any of but, these figures talk to you um not that time So it happened prior? Yes. Pretty much every dream before that, there was always a figure that showed up and told me to either seek out the, the organization or to find other changelings. He starts to begin to ponder and like, like he's reciting the the books that he read and checks through things and then what you were describing to me is a a figure only known as a dominator we know little about the dreaming dark other than they are a secret organization Aimed to change things in radical ways. They've been in an organization for almost 500 years. Got some Illuminati shit going on. Unfortunately, I don't know much about them. And I warn you, you may want to keep your distance. Their presence in the dreams weren't exactly inviting, despite the fact that they wanted me to find them they worship a, a, a creature known as the dreamer there's very little knowledge about this it took me quite some time to go through the library to find this well i appreciate you doing the research of course darling it was quite invigorating okay <laughs> so you think I should try to avoid them? Do you know why they were even trying to contact me? If I had to guess, it is because of your special qualities as a changeling. I don't think you need to fear them. I think you just need to approach them cautiously. There seems to be several groups that admire my special qualities 
Yes. <laughs> you are one unique individual, Lyra. I mean, changelings as a whole, I guess, are unique. If I can tell you a secret, until I met you, I did not trust changelings. I guess that's really much of a secret, and most people are like... Um, he seems embarrassed that he, like, but relieved that he owned up to this. Are you two listening in on this at the door, or...? Mm, no. Thought, thought, uh, Raynell was acting a little sus, but it's Raynell, so... <laughs> that is about the best excuse you can give. <laughs> it was Raynell. <laughs> That's a wrap on episode 5. I'm Drew and I play Crom on the Redbeard Chronicles. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on news and announcements. If you haven't already, come join our Discord and chat with other fans. Links to all those platforms are listed in the description of this episode. And remember, be careful what you dream. Soon, your dreams will be dreaming you.